Hey everyone, and welcome to season five of Cozying Up with a Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. We're gonna kick off the season with Liss. She is a content creator, best known for her Instagram and TikTok content. We sat down and talked about her journey through social media over the past 10 years and how you should date yourself instead. Listen up. Hey everyone, and welcome to Cozying Up with the Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today, I'm here with content creator Liz. We love following her on Instagram and on TikTok, and I've been following her forever. Thank you yeah. so much for being with us today. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. So you have been creating content or have been like influencing on social media for like years now, right? Yeah. I've been in like the social media world for like 10 years. So tell us about like how how did you get started? Because 10 years ago, it was like a really different landscape than what's going on today. Yeah, it definitely was. I feel like the whole platform of like Instagram and now we have TikTok, like none of that was really around 10 years ago. And Instagram was like an unknown thing, Mm -hmm. like no brands were on it yet. And I was just creating my own content literally for fun. Like I wasn't making money from it 10 years ago, obviously. Um, But it changed so much. And now like it's a totally different industry. And it's my full-time job, which is really cool. So how did you, like, what was the first type of content you started creating? Like, how did you get into it? So I first started creating fitness content, which was, like, I was pretty much just, like, documenting my fitness journey in college because I gained a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. And I, like, felt, like, not so great about my body. And also, like, I have PCOS, which is, like, a hormone condition. And I was just trying to do, like, everything I could to make myself feel better. So I used Instagram as like a fitness diary, which is really random now thinking about it. But like, I was doing that for like four years. For four years? Yeah. And then how did you, I mean, I see a lot of that kind of fitness content on TikTok and I feel like it's really engaging because like it helps motivate people and like people can follow you along. But how did you like go from fitness? And I think when I started following you, you were like more travel, right? Yeah. So (laughs) after that, like four year mark, I met my ex-boyfriend and he was a photographer and then I switched into travel. So I started doing like a ton of travel content, completely shifted my brand. And then my account actually blew up from travel and not from the fitness stuff. Like I had a pretty decent following, but once I started doing like a lot of travel content and then videos came out on Instagram, my account really grew from there. So... And now what would you say like your content is more like what's the category more like lifestyle? I know you do a lot of dating stuff. It's definitely lifestyle now. Um, I'm building a new account right now, which is like all about dating advice and like loving yourself. Um, And I'm kind of shifting. I'm like in the middle of like a brand shift again. Like every four years, I feel like I change a lot as a person. And I just kind of want to shift my brand because I get bored and then I just do it. I don't know. Like, hopefully it'll work out this time. But and I feel like creating content all the time as your main job is like very creatively exhausting. Like, how do you like keep up like being inspired and like putting things out there that you think people will like? I feel like it's yeah, it's definitely on and off for me, Um, but I don't know. I think like part of the reason I move around so much and travel is because I get very inspired by being in new places. And like 
my brain is more creative when I'm like constantly moving around, but that's just me. Like I know everyone has different ways of like working creatively. I just love like moving around and having new experiences to like fuel my brain with ideas. Um, and also just like, this is kind of random, but like every time I work out, I think of really good ideas, like just move. I just need movement and like walking or like, just like listening to like calming music while I'm like taking a walk, like by the water, like the West side highway or something. I get like really inspired to like think of new ideas. I actually get good ideas when I work out too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like working out just like your brain just starts like rapid firing all these ideas. Well, for me at least, like I'll be like running and I'm just like oh wait like I want to stop running so I can like write my ideas down yeah so and you said that you whenever you're like singularly focused like on your goal you don't like you really tune out the noise of what's going on around you what is like a goal that you have right now my biggest goal is like my podcast like now it's like my baby because like I've recorded a lot of episodes for it that are coming out and um I just want it to be like really successful and so that's coming out when in august so tell us all about yeah. it so <laughs> it's all about dating it's called date yourself instead um and it was inspired by a really intense relationship that i was in um that made me kind of like forget how to love myself and i felt like i was just like this um, wasn't the photographer boyfriend Oh, no, okay. no, 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 this is someone that no one really knows, okay. but um, it was just like a really hard couple years for me. I feel like I lost my identity in the relationship. And then I've always loved giving advice to people. Like I'm really good at seeing things from like a perspective that's like not biased or anything. Like even if like my friend came to me and said, this guy is doing this, like I'd always say, well, maybe like you have to like also check in like how you said this to him like I'm not like um like I feel like I have a very neutral opinion towards a lot of things and can like help people like from a perspective that's very like objective and like whatever so and I've always been that way so I I'm like really passionate about giving dating advice and like helping people like kind of like being like the mediator what are your three um, like biggest pieces of dating advice um the first thing is that I think to go into any relationship from a place of like knowing that you're going to be okay with or without someone. Like I feel like I would always rush into a relationship in the past when I was just like, I felt like I needed a boyfriend to like be happy or like I needed to depend on someone to like talk to every single second of every day. And like, I just, I'd always had a pattern of doing that. So I think the biggest lesson I've learned is to like really focus on myself and like love myself fully. And I think that's when you attract really good people in your life, not even just a partner, but just like good people that are like going to support your growth and like make you a better person. Mm -hmm. I think I've attracted a lot of people in my life previously when I didn't love myself and it like cost me a lot like of energy because they would take advantage of me mm -hmm. or like just, I believe that like your partner sometimes can show you a reflection of like, how you feel about yourself so um I just used to attract people that like didn't treat me that well mm -hmm. and now it's like okay once you come from a place of like being like you don't have to always be like fully healed like that term like healed you don't always have to be like perfect but just like knowing that like you're okay by yourself you know yeah totally before you get into a relationship so that's like one of the biggest pieces of advice I could give cool 
Hey everyone, Olivia here. Hope you're enjoying our episode. Our clear-cut collection features fine jewelry pieces inspired and designed with you in mind. Our collection is ever-changing and each piece is handmade and made to order here in New York City. Don't forget to check it out and use the code COZY, C-O-Z-Y, for free shipping on any purchase. game where we look at a couple different styles of engagement rings and it's all based on your, like your personal preference but we'll do like you know if he's like a six and he proposed to you with like this particular ring like would that like rank him up or down okay. so that this game is gonna be fun <laughs> so we'll start with this one this is an emerald cut solitaire on a yellow okay. gold band it is about five carats for the center stone so He's a four, but he proposes to you with this ring. Can I put it on? Yeah, of oh, course. Okay. This is actually really nice. <laughs> it's really nice. Very classic, timeless. I'm a very simple person. Okay. Like when it comes to rings, like I wear very simple jewelry. Like this is like beautiful. Um I'm going to give him an eight. Okay, great. That yeah. really bumped him up. Yeah, this, this definitely bumped him up. <laughs> this is really nice. Okay. Perfect. I don't want to, like, ruin it. Huh? Oh, you're not going to ruin okay. it. But we can we can rank them and up I, I want to be, like, delicate. So he's a nine, but he proposes to you with this <laughs> three-stone, asher-cut, bezel-set, pave ring that he may have inherited, you know, it's a little bit more vintage. He inherited it from his great grandmother. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was an eight. He was an eight. I mean, this isn't, th I mean, it's, it's not terrible, but like, this would be a no from me. Just because you have a simple style, this is the opposite of simple. It's not, it, it would be something, I would not want to wear this. I would not want to wear <laughs> But you would have to I because could... it's sentimental to him and like, his family. <laughs> Like it's passed down from generations. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would definitely you said he was an eight? Yeah, he was an eight. Okay. I would I'm gonna have to give him like a three. Just because he doesn't wow. know my taste at all. I will also oh, but it's like but, from but his it family. Alright, it's not his There's fault. context. I have to like actually like alright. A five. Okay. A five. Okay. Just because like I don't know. I might expect him to get me like a second ring just, <laughs> just in case but it's not terrible no 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 it's just, just not, not your style my, no, yeah not my style. this is someone's style but not yours. really <laughs> <laughs> it's someone's out there okay he's a five okay it's neutral um and he proposes to you with this five carat round brilliant on a tapered baguette setting oh this is really nice <laughs> very traditional yes. like when you think of an engagement ring it does look like like when you like Google like stock images yes. of an engagement ring. It looks exactly like the pictures. Um, eh. I would say what would he's say? a five. He's a five. Um, honestly, this is still not my style at all, but. I would just keep him at a five. Okay. Yeah. He's he's still at he's a five. He's in the middle. Okay. He's in the middle. This looks very, um, it almost looks too plain. Right. 
it's not really like anything. It's very traditional. Super traditional. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful diamond, but like not your style again, just a little too traditional. Yeah, not my style. But you'd wear it. I would wear that. (laughs) Yeah, I would wear that. I like, you know, I like, um, I like like square cuts. Okay. Like this style. Yeah. Just not, obviously not like blue. Yeah. But, um. Like cushion cut. Yeah. I don't know like the, the cut terms but so he's a 10 but he picks this out for you (laughs) oh my god no (laughs) oh no this is scary this is not it's a it's a it's an antique ring i mean it looks like a sunflower yeah um maybe that's like your nickname well this is like (laughs) the actual engagement yeah yeah and like he's supposed to know me like yeah. really well but maybe he like thinks of you like a sunflower you know <laughs> <laughs> i honestly i would have to say like a zero a zero <laughs> no i would have to say like we need to exchange this for something so it's a no- is it a no I or just, we need to exchange it <laughs> like if he proposed yeah it, it depends like i feel like someone if i was really in love with them and that close they would never buy this for me <laughs> But at the same time, like, if he was really having, like, a bad day when he picked it out, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yeah, I would have to just exchange it. Okay. I don't know if I would, like, ever... I say no, I could never break yeah. up with someone. Yeah, like, yeah, or say no. no if the ring was not I don't think I anyone ever does it. I no. think they're always like, okay, honey, let's, like, talk about this yeah. later, you know? I'm sure it's happened many times. Yes. To people. But well, I feel like nowadays, like more and more women are like really taking charge of the whole process. So like that doesn't happen. That's pretty nice, actually, to know that. Like when I do decide to get engaged, that I could like pick out my own. Yeah, totally. It's like more common. So he's a four and he gets you an oval on a pop band. I like this one. Is it, is it, is that bad? No. Oh, no, this is really nice. Yeah, it's really nice. (laughs) No, you were laughing. I was like, wait, is this ugly? Like, I No, it's like one of our most popular styles. This is like so beautiful. Yeah. I actually really love this. So what does that bump him up from a four to what? This is a nine. Okay. Yeah, this is a nine. I mean, that's nice. A ten. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, no, this is like, I would wear this every day. Yeah. This is something you could also wear every day and like, it would go with. Like anything, like anytime you go out and get dressed, it's like the best statement piece. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. Oval's the new classic. Definitely a nine or a 10. Yeah. So that one was, yeah, just a four carat oval. (laughs) I really like that one. And that's simple. Yeah. Yeah. It's like modern classic, not as traditional as that round brilliant with the tapered baguettes, but like the new classic. Yes. Okay. Last but not least, he is a seven, but he proposes to you with this trillion double band ring. Um, this is kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool, right? (laughs) I really do like this. I don't think it's an, like for me, like, I don't think this would be like my style of engagement ring, but I love the ring itself. Like on your right hand or something. Yeah. I don't want to get this stuck on my finger. Um, I keep forgetting the number. I think I said seven. I think, yeah, yeah, he's a seven. Uh, I mean, for an engagement ring, I would say maybe now he's like a five. Okay. Just for my style. Yeah, yeah. But I would wear this. I would wear this. Just maybe not as like 
my engagement ring. Perfect. Thank you for playing. (laughs) Yeah, that was fun. So speaking of jewelry, since we're a jewelry company, do you have like any special pieces that like are extra sentimental or that you love wearing all the time? Well, the necklace that I got from you. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that that necklace I got a million compliments on. Really? A million. Like all over my TikTok, people are like, where did you get that necklace from? And I tagged you guys a bunch of times. So we um, gifted the... Um, from our Bud Sheva Heart Collection, yeah. the Heart Lariat Necklace, which I love. I love a Lariat. I'm obsessed with that necklace. Yeah. Obsessed. And I, like, you almost forget that it's on because it's so, like, light. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's so... I literally always forget I'm wearing a necklace. I'm not wearing it now, but... Um, I literally didn't take it off for, like, since you gave it to me. And it's, like, a great, like... I think it's, like, a really dainty, but, like, kind of, like, sexy piece, like, of the, the Lariat, because it yeah. kind of, like, is low... Um, it looks great, like with bathing suits. And it stuff. looks so good with everything. Yeah, I'm obsessed. So I was wearing that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I have like one David Yerman ring that I wear. Like, I've literally worn it for like six years, mm-hmm. and I just took it off. And now I this ring is from uh, Greece. It's like a handmade. You were recently piece. in Greece, right? Yeah. I was in Mykonos for a while. That looked beautiful. I'm going to need recommendations because I want to go next year. You should go for <laughs> sure. I know you did a big trip too, right? I've just had a million weddings this year. That's like all I'm doing is like traveling for weddings. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's still fun though. <laughs> yeah. Next year, we'll, I'll, I'll go to Greece. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is like, to kind of switch gears, what is like your biggest inspiration in like how you I know you said you love like movement and moving around but like when you are traveling what do you look for like when you're in different places to get inspiration to like I don't know make not only content but to rebrand to like create a podcast like where Mm -hmm. are you getting these ideas from (laughs) it's a mixture of things like I could just be by myself so I do a lot of solo travel actually I've seen that and I'm like always like I don't know if I could ever travel by myself I'd be like so nervous I I don't know why I don't even know how I'm like this but I've always been that way like I when I was 19 I went to Australia for like a study abroad um program and no one from my college was going with me like usually you get like a group of girls from your year and like you go to Italy together or something like I my parents were like why don't you do like Florence like everyone that you know is going and I was like no I'm gonna go to Australia like by myself and I literally went by myself and just like It was honestly really scary. Like, I remember just, like, I didn't have cell phone service when I got there. I was, like, navigating around, like, asking random people for directions. Um, Luckily, they speak English. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they definitely spoke English. But it was just, like, I always wanted to venture out and, like, learn from, like, my environment by myself. So I knew, like, sometimes when I'm around a lot of people... I know this sounds a little weird, but, like, I absorb people's energy really easily. So, like, sometimes I won't know what ideas are mine or theirs. So when I'm by myself, I get really creative because I'm able to, like, only listen to, like, what's going on in my head. And that sounds really, like, deep. But, like, it's, like, that's just how I operate. Like, I feel like it's easy to get influenced by other people. So when I do my own thing and I'm solo traveling and I'm, like, in my own head most of the time, I can, like, just come up with new ideas because I'm like by myself and like in a new environment and like whether it be like I'm at a new restaurant and I'm just like chilling there like having a drink by myself or like I meet new people because 
I'm by myself, I feel like sometimes just ha- like meeting new friends when I'm traveling has like, I don't know, given me new ideas. Like it opens you up to like different people that live in different places around the world. Like mm-hmm. there's just so many different, I guess, ways I've like thought of things. I don't know if that's really helpful, but yeah, totally. Um, do you, did you ever feel like when you do travel by yourself, do you ever get like lonely or like awkward or yeah, nervous? Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I get very. I wouldn't say I get anxious, but I get very lonely sometimes mm-hmm. because then it gets really quiet. Like, luckily, I think a big reason why I'm able to do it is because of social media. Because like I have people that I can connect with through my phone, mm-hmm. but if I was just like constantly. <laughs> with no phone like stranded on an island I would probably go crazy yeah so it's like I have that balance of still being connected in a way right and then also like when I am traveling by myself I'll post where I am and then like some of my followers will live there Mm -hmm. or like some of my followers will be in the same place as me and say like hey like I don't I've like met a lot of people through my Instagram and TikTok just from being by myself Mm -hmm. like and connecting with like different girls that um are like in the same place at the same time so I don't ever feel like completely alone totally what's your favorite place to travel alone to um I recently went to London which was cool because it was kind of like New York City but it was like just like the British version it's so it's kind of it kind of felt like home Mm because like everything they have all the same stores rest like restaurants and like it's just I kind of felt like fine there like being by myself so that was really fun um and I love London um and where else have I recently gone by myself I know when I saw you last time you went to Mexico and you said that was like really oh my god yeah I almost forgot about that um so I went to Tulum by myself a few months ago and I did like this spiritual retreat there and it was amazing and I like had like this private guide that like guided me through like some meditations and um I had some friends that I knew from TikTok that lived there that I met up with but other than that I was by myself so it was really cool it was like a very spiritual experience because like I also that was when I was going through my breakup Mm -hmm. and I just like felt very it was a very emotional vacation, but it was, like, needed. Yeah. I felt like I just, yeah. I, like You came, came back, back, like, refreshed, like a new person. Yeah, for sure. It was really cool. I don't think I would go back there again unless it was for, like, a healing experience. Like, that, Tulum is a very healing place. Yeah. There's, it's also a huge party place. Yeah. But, yeah. You can have, like, two different Tulums. Like, I've been there in, like, the chill version, and yeah. I also recently went on a bachelorette, and I was like, am I in the same place? You can have <laughs> two totally different experiences there. I've been there five times. Yeah. So the first few times were, like, kind of work and also, like, going out, drinking, whatever, like, partying, whatever. Now I don't really drink anymore. I'm, like, very, like, low-key. I like to just, like, work out, feel good, like, do yoga like that's I know we're vibe. getting old and I feel the I same way I can't life. handle it <laughs> like I can't like physically handle drinking and um some people are like still crushing it like people go out and they're like 30 I, I know people that are like 35 plus that are like they have so much energy and they yeah. just I'm like I don't know how you like 
take 12 shots and wake up the next day. No, I have like one glass of wine and I'm like ruined for the whole same. week. <laughs> same, exactly. Like I really, it's so hard for me to do that. Um, so I, yeah, I just, I don't do that anymore. But like, it's kind of nice because you have, you always feel like really refreshed when you wake up in the morning without a hangover or like feeling like, oh my God, my next three three days are like going to be exhausting because I... Yeah, hangovers are harder now. <laughs> they're they're really hard. Um, so I'd love to know like oh. any of your most recent craziest dating stories that you feel comfortable sharing and like a little taste of your podcast. Yeah, there was I mean, I can be very brief about this, but just the guy we met on a dating app and he was I don't know, like you know when your gut already knows just from texting someone that something's gonna be off? Like mm-hmm. I already knew that I didn't want to meet up with him, but there it was like the day before Thanksgiving and no one was in the city and I was like by myself, like doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what, like what's the worst that's gonna happen? And I ended up meeting this guy like at a bar that was completely empty. Like there was not one person in there, it was just me and him. So it was like already awkward. Oh my god, that's so awkward. Because like we didn't know, like it was just really weird. And it's I was like silent. It was completely silent. It was the bartender and it was me and him. And I'm like, oh fuck. Like this is gonna be really weird. Um, and I was completely sober, like when I walked in and I'm like, I wasn't planning on really drinking, but I was just kind of like, okay, now it's like gonna be so awkward and I don't know how to have a conversation in the dead silence in this bar. Like that <laughs> requires a, weird, a drink. It, yeah, it was just like a weird already. Like when I walked in, I was like, I feel weird. Also, I don't really think, I just didn't think he was, he wasn't really my type. Like when I, in his pictures, he looked a little different. Uh-huh. He didn't look completely different, but he just, there was something I wasn't like into. Like I was uh-huh. just like, eh, I'm not sure. And then we like, we were talking and like, he kind of like mentioned a few times that he used to be a drug dealer. And I was just like, (laughs) but he was like, that was like when I was much younger in my past. And I was just like, okay. And (laughs) like, whatever. I was just like trying to like. Kind of a weird thing to say on a first date, but. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I guess it was weird looking back, but I was just kind of like dismissing it for some reason. I was like, okay, like maybe he changed and he grew up a lot. Like he's like, oh, it was like when I lived in like. LA or something like I used to deal drugs and then I cleaned my act up or something and I'm like okay (laughs) um and then I went to the bathroom and I came back and I took one more sip of my drink and I like I think I blacked out like I think he roofied me oh wow because I couldn't focus like I just I didn't really drink like I didn't I had I had only had one drink the whole time And, like, I can't prove that that happened, but I also was just, like, suddenly I went from feeling really sharp and clear-headed to, like, feeling like I had no control. So I was like, this is really sketchy. And But my brain was still saying, like, just, like, don't hang out with him anymore and leave because this guy's really sketchy. So I just, like, I literally just, like, left and, like, did not speak to him and I did not answer his texts. Like, he, he was, like, confused. He's like, why are you just, like, leaving, whatever. And I just felt, like, really weird. And then... Um, a few weeks later, he kept texting me and asked me to hang out. And he was like, I don't, I think he just like didn't understand what was wrong. And maybe like, maybe he didn't roofie me, but I just felt like weird. Like something fell off in my body. I was like, this is like a really sketchy situation. 
But I decided after like a month to give him one more chance. And I went to- <laughs> He may or may not have roofied me, but I'll give him one I more know, chance. I know, like it was, it's, that's so bad to say, but I'm really, okay, to put this into like better context, I'm a really open-minded and forgiving person. And I feel like I was giving him the benefit of the doubt in my head. Like maybe I accused him falsely. Mm-hmm. Cause I couldn't like, I, I didn't have enough like proof that that was what had happened. And he was being so persistent afterwards saying like, what's wrong? Like making sure I was okay. And I just, I was like, maybe I didn't eat that much before I drank. Maybe like, yeah. let me give him one more chance. Oh man. I ended up hanging out with him in his apartment and he made a comment like, I have body parts in my freezer. And I just, lo- I lost it. I was like, I gotta go. Like, he was just weird. There was something on. But you went to his apartment. I did. But he lived in a really nice building. So I kind of trusted him. But it was just, it was just like, there was just too many weird things. There was a lot more that happened, but I'm going to cut it short. But like, there were just multiple things that had, they were so strange and just, I never ended up seeing him again, but it was like. Probably for the best because you could have been roofied and cut up into body parts and been in his freezer. Well, I think it was, <laughs> I think it was his idea of a joke, but that wasn't funny to me. So yeah. I was like, that's a little weird. And um, I had posted something about it a long time ago on my TikTok, n- n- not like saying who it was or anything, but someone commented is this so and so so other girls had experienced oh man similar things so i knew i wasn't crazy after that and i was like oh my god thank god i didn't like pers- like pursue that any longer because i felt like unsafe also that's just one cool thing about tiktok that all these like weirdos are getting outed like yeah, that you caleb guy <laughs> you can't get away with anything if you're like a crazy person now because what was his name it was like some guy that worked at restoration west elm yeah Yeah. (laughs) what did you learn from that (laughs) what did i learn from that um i learned to not be as trusting as i am like in a good way i need just i just didn't have as many boundaries as i do now like if your gut's saying something's wrong you don't have to justify it with evidence like that's what i've learned it's like i would always look for the evidence and be like well i can't prove that he's crazy so like let me just do this anyway even though my gut's saying not to like i just learned to like really trust your intuition and not necessarily just because you can't see physical proof of someone being a psychopath like you know yeah you just sometimes you just know and like thank god nothing happened you know like thank god maybe he was just a little bit weird and like he's totally harmless but like there was just a lot of things that I was And also, like, like not giving in to, like, just some guy being, like, really persistent. You're like, you don't owe them, like, another date if you feel weird about it, right? Yeah. I think also when I was single back then, this was also in 2019, so it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. But, like, I've learned so much since then. Like, if you just don't feel comfortable with something even if someone's being the nicest person to you on the surface like if you just don't feel comfortable you don't feel comfortable like I just had a way of like justifying people's the way I felt towards people being like no I'm the crazy one like why would I accuse him of roofing me like I convinced myself that I was being a little bit too paranoid Mm -hmm. when really like I was probably right the whole time Mm -hmm. you know but I still can't prove that but um trust your gut yeah just like if you're not 100 percent set on something you're usually right so i always trust my gut now even if i text someone and like they give me a little bit of a weird vibe i'm like 
No. Yeah. Because the guys I have ended up dating and getting into serious relationships with, it's always been so, like, calming, like, no anxiety, no, like, weird feelings. Like, it's just been like, oh, this guy is normal. We like each other. And, like, it's been easy. Yeah. So I always look for that feeling versus, like... Oh, like, should I go to his apartment? Because he seems like he is going to kill me. Like, (laughs) probably not. You know, so I'm way more cautious. And like, that was like irresponsible looking back. I'm like, (laughs) why did I like I've always thought of like the past. I'm like, why did I do that? Like, I was so naive, like to like, just like trust someone like that. But thankfully, like nothing has ever happened where I was in a really bad situation but can we look forward to more stories like this on your podcast? Yeah, I have a ton of stories. And the thing is, I will never, ever expose anyone. Like, yeah. I'll never do that. But I have a lot of anonymous dating stories that I've, I've compiled over the last five years of my dating in New York. And I've been in a few, like, long relationships, too. So, so tell us, like, when is it coming out where people can, like, follow you, listen to you? keep up with you so it's coming out next month in august and um the socials for it is it's a date yourself instead that's what the podcast is called um and yeah and what's your instagram and tiktok so people can so my instagram is list it's a very easy l-y-s-s and the same thing for my tiktok awesome this was so much fun thanks for coming on today thank you for having me What a fun conversation. I love hearing all about the crazy dating stories. Do you guys have any dating tips? Like what is your number one dating rule? Let us know.